Cake Smoothie is back at our area Smoothie King. And you can enjoy it two different ways. There's the King Cake Yogurt Delight for those of you trying to go on the lighter side and you want something with a little more substance, well, you can get the King Cake Gladiator. That is the King Cake Smoothies back at Smoothie King now through the end of carnival season or while supplies last. Louisiana Pain Care would like to welcome Dr. Brandon Banks to our phenomenal team of board-certified pain management physicians. Our physicians focus on interventional pain management plans that provide comprehensive treatment aimed at helping you avoid surgery and enhance your quality of life. Dr. Banks' addition to our team will expand our Ruston office hours to allow more flexibility with appointment scheduling. Go online at LAPainCare.com and schedule your appointment today. This hour of the Sports Company is brought to you by Dax Wings and Grill, where you and the gang can watch all the games on walls of TVs. On the corner of Old Minden Road and Benton Road in Bossier City on Forsyth and Monroe and 1935 Southern Loop in Shreveport, which has 65 beers on tap. Sliding into home plate or ducking into your favorite hole in the wall. We're the station for you. Sports Talk 97.7. Show flies by when uh, when BC is all with us, and uh, that's a testament to him. But while my day is, is, is about done, BC and Tames, they go for what's it, for Tames round three today. BC, what's on Bleed Tech Blue tonight? Yeah, we got a lot to get into, obviously. Uh, Legere Sneed headed to the Super Bowl. He's had a uh, pretty nice uh, four-year run. And what a play he made. Yeah, that was a... Huge play. I think he's also probably going to get a huge payday this offseason as well as he's a free agent. I think he has become one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. And I know it's hard because we gauged. I had somebody say he hadn't even made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, neither did Demario Davis for a long time. Yeah, well, Gardner so, Minshew made it over Josh so Allen this year. So. Take that with, the, the Jerry Steed, I know that that is the play that obviously stands out because it was a touchdown-saving mm-hmm. fumble. But he had lockdown coverage for pretty much all, most of the day. Yeah, most of the day and really all year. I think he's only allowed one touchdown, and that came in the playoffs uh, last week against the Bills. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll get into the Dunkin' Dogs. They've won five in a row. Uh, tough road trip for Louisiana Tech, although it's only a one-gamer out to FIU. If you go back to 2013-2014, this has been the most difficult trip for Louisiana Tech as far as uh, on the road at FIU, they're only one in five uh, out there in Miami. The Florida road trip to FIU and FAU never seemed to go well. No, it, well, and Talvin talked about it. He said, "You know, you, you know, we don't." I'm not sitting here saying we have these brutal winters, but it, you know, forty, fifty degrees here. You step off the plane in Miami; it's sunny. You see palm trees. You kind of a, a little bit of a college kid thinks he's on vacation. And as a coach, it's like, no, like we're here to play basketball. And you talk about that road trip, FAU, FIU, well, you get a day in between normally on that road trip. So uh, it's a challenging trip. It's a long trip. It's an hey. FIU team that's not very good. Uh, there's... What separates the good from the great, BC, is can you win on the road? And listen, home teams within conference play are 22-4 and four in Conference USA. It's the highest win percentage in the country. Um, Louisiana Tech's obviously got two of the four road wins. Yeah, that was just stat yep. of the day. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Texters had a rough road trip out to UTEP, New Mexico State. Two one-score close game losses. Uh, they'll play a good FIU team that's 5-1 and one in the league on Thursday night as well. 
Uh, then we got Diamond Dogs infielder Caston Fur. Uh, he'll join us at six forty-five. Nice. Obviously, he's a transfer from UNO. Uh, local kid played his high school baseball at Ruston High School. Then at seven o'clock, uh, we'll catch up with Josh Taylor, head coach of the Tech softball team, uh, as they get set to open their twenty twenty four season next weekend. So, uh, a lot planned, and uh, excited to get on the air tonight. Well, excited for another edition of Bleed Tech Blue extended this year as uh, we go into yes. baseball season uh, tomorrow on the Sports Company. Uh, Coach David Pierre, it's baseball season from Grambling. He'll join us. James B. will join us. And uh, Lynn Scarborough and the big guy. So for BC, for John Tabor, Sean Fox, we'll be back same time tomorrow at 3 o'clock for another edition of The Company. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. FS1 on your television. Go to foxsports.com for details. Boom. Trust your eyes. FS1. At work, I play it all day, every day at work. When Dan Patrick speaks, you better stop and listen. Yeah, where do you listen at? This is the Dan Patrick Show. We can look at it from outside looking in and go, why are you going for it? Why are you not going for it at the end of the first half? I, I just thought if you're going to stay with what your theme is, with who you are, it's almost like Dan Campbell said, no, this is how we win. This is our mindset the entire year. Instead of factoring in sort of where you are, the personnel you were going against, and maybe momentum, there, there are a lot of things that factor into that. It's not just as simple as, hey, it's fourth and two, you go for it. I didn't understand not going for it at the end of the first half. Because if you score a touchdown there, now it's 28-7. to And to me, that is huge. That felt like a dagger, if they had done that. Yes, and I thought Dan Campbell would be aggressive and go, you know what, they're down, we got to knock them out. And he didn't. They kicked the field goal, and I'm like, okay, get points. You don't want to give them momentum. They're going to get the ball back to open up the second half. And then the other two, he knows his team. But I'm going to give credit to what the Niners did. And Greg Olson, who had a wonderful game, pointed this out. You know, they're sort of giving you something, or you think it's something, and then it's something else. And I think, you know, I'm not going to blame the Lions for going for it. I'm going to credit the 49ers with how they played it. Yes, Eden. It's weird because Dan Campbell is sort of being criticized for both decisions. Yeah. In a way, I'm not really saying you, but I'm saying people are like, Coach, why didn't you go for the touchdown on, you know, in the first half? You should have, instead of kicking the field goal, you should have. If you want to know what Dan Patrick said next, just podcast it by searching The Dan Patrick Show. And as always, you can listen to Dan Patrick live weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. This is The Odd Couple. With Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Dan Campbell in the biggest moment on the biggest stage with the brightest lights. 
He choked down. He failed the Lions. He failed the city. I know people don't want to hear that today. And, oh, look at where they are. Yeah, and, I, and, and I'm all that. be honest. I disagree. And, and I'll say, this is fireable. The fireable. performance that he put up. It's just like what we saw last year with Brandon Staley. When they, no. when they lost a 27-0 lead, Brandon Staley at that point a year ago, Chris, when they were up 27-0 in the playoffs, you would have thought this guy is good to go for years to come. And guess what? Not only did they lose that playoff game, he continued to do that stuff the next season, right? And then they didn't make the playoffs, and now he's out of a job. You can't keep coaching like this. This is The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Ben Maller, the big dog. I am the greatest effing clown. Ben Maller, the man with all the answers. And anyone who says otherwise is an absolute idiot. Ben Maller, the after-hours specialist. This is the definition of stepping into it. It's the Ben Maller Show. So I've got three Stooges, Alanis Morissette, and Jersey Mike. Weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Kaboom! Each week, WWE Friday Night SmackDown is live on Fox. Catch the high-flying superstars as they compete for supremacy in the ring. It's Friday Night SmackDown at 8 Eastern on Fox and the Fox Sports app. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Welcome in, Bleed at Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Hanks, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Appreciate you joining us on this Tuesday night, January 30th, here in the Sports Talk 97.7 studio. You can get us on the Rejuvame Medical oh. Hormone Replacement Therapy Hotline and Text Line. 888-993-7762. Excited to have Rejuvene on. Supporting the boys at Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Of course, that number, 888-993-7762. That's the Rejuvene Medical hotline and text line. You can get the guys at rejuvenemedical.com for some hormone replacement therapy. Beck Haynes, good to see you, pal. Hey, it's good to be here, BC. Glad I didn't have to read that off. But hey. we appreciate them. Yeah, we, we love appreciate them. them. Love yeah. to have them on board, of course. I uh, got a big show planned for you tonight. Uh, two guests, just to get this out in the open. Uh, you old Rustinites out there, you old local pups supporting the dogs. We got Diamond Dogs infielder Caston Fur will join us. Uh, he's a Rustin native, uh, played his high school baseball at Rustin High School for the Bearcats. Uh, started his career at UNO, played his first four years down there for the privateers uh, for Coach Blake Dean before transferring up for his final collegiate season under Lane Burroughs. Getting set to start their 2024 season on February the 16th at home against Northern Colorado. So college baseball season right around the corner. Casey hadn't heard the memo. Uh, Bleed Tech Blue Radio will be on the air throughout uh, 
uh, college baseball season, not only covering college baseball, we'll talk a little tech softball as well. That's why we got Josh Taylor on tonight as well. Tech softball coach will join us at 7 o'clock as uh, tech softball team finished up last season, uh, I believe 32 and 24 overall, 13 and 11 in conference play. So looking to build on a, a strong regular season last year. I know the conference tournament didn't necessarily go according to plan, but uh, excited to talk with Caston Fur. Excited to talk with Josh Taylor. Uh, but Beck, I want to start with this. Uh, we obviously had conference championships in the old uh, NFL this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to start with the Chiefs and the Ravens, or you going to start with the Lions and the Niners? Yeah, we'll start with the Chiefs. They played first. Okay, our they boy, did. our boy, Lajarius Sneed, uh, going to a, another Super Bowl. This is third. Is this third or second? Tapes. I know he went last year. I know. He I went think last it's his year. third. I do believe it's his third Super Bowl in four years. Is that right? Yes. I don't have it in front of me. I gotta get the stat guy on that. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up right now, but um, yes, third Super Bowl in four years. That's in, that's incredible. Rookie year, he took one on the chin against the old Bucks, thirty-one to nine in the bowl, but he played okay, it. Okay. He did play in it. Uh, so, in case you missed it, the Chiefs won seventeen to ten, but Legarius Steed made a monumental play in that game. Jay Flowers, a couple minutes after he play, tried to punt Legarius Steed, in hindsight, play of the game. I think without a doubt. I mean, Zay Flowers going in for a... Well, that That's t- what, a seven-point game when he makes that play? I think it was 17-7 to seven at that point. But still, closed the gap to 17-14. And he punches it out on the two-foot line. His boys from the Chiefs cover it up. And Legereus Sneed, if ten interceptions in his first four years wasn't enough, he becomes a Chiefs legend to get Patrick Mahomes... Back to the Super Bowl. It's awesome to see. Yeah, really. I mean, he's had an incredible, really, last two years when he started getting a lot of attention. Uh, just continues to make big play after big play. I think he gave up his first touchdown in playoffs, right, against last the Packers. Week against the Bills. The Bills. So, I mean, all year long, one touchdown. He did give up one in this game early, I believe. Is that right? It was kind of a – was it, right. it wasn't his? No, it was Bolton. It was Bolton? Yeah. Wow. Even better. Made the play of the game at the end. They say his name – the entire time. Well, I think Tony Romo loses yeah, he, his lunch every time he mentions Legarius Sneed. And he has all year. Like, Romo, like, he doesn't do a whole lot of prep work these days. Like, you watch a game, you're like, yeah, Romo didn't do it. I think it's one of those Tony's eyeballs, this is what he sees, and, like, this dude's out here balling. Yeah. No, I, I think so. Passes the eye test, Tape says. Yeah. Yeah. When you put on that 3-8 jersey in Kansas City red, he, he recognizes Legarius Sneed. Amik Robertson still playing for the Raiders, having a good career too. But you called it early on. When, there was a lot of noise about Amik. He was definitely the most popular. But you said, I think Sneed's going before Amik. You can't teach 6-1 at corner. And he ran a sub-4-4 four four at the combine. Like, you can't teach I mean, it's just it. facts. You saw it. it was, I don't know if I thought Sneed would have this good of a career. He's, he's been unbelievable. Well, and listen, I, I think you go back to Sneed's college career. Like, he had a really good college career. Is it just because Amik overshadowed him with big personality? I, I think so. Like, don't you think so, Tapes? Like, just a bigger yeah, personality. It, especially in Rustin, definitely. And maybe even coming out and, you know, what, what we thought we'd see from him going forward in the pros. And Again, like I said, uh, Amik's, <laughs> I think he's got his probably coming up on a contract. Yeah, he's a free agent as well. And... He'll get, job, he'll, get, yeah. he'll get a job somewhere, no doubt. So his his place in the league is plenty secure. But to your point, 
you're talking what four inches of difference? Yeah, at least that's big. Well, and, and that gives Snead and back, go back to twenty nineteen. He's, he's just bigger. He's yeah, a bigger dude. He's a bigger dude. And, and listen, Legarius Snead college career one hundred seventy seven tackles over four years. Five and a half tackles for loss, had a couple of sacks, had eight interceptions, ran three of them back for a touchdown. Like you said, great college career. But how many times do we talk about that 2019 season? Obviously, Tech wins 10 games, concluded with the win over Miami. Bob Diaco was the defensive coordinator. And you remember going into that year, one of the huge talking points, obviously Tech shifted from a 4-2-5 to a true 3-4 defense. But one of the other moves that Diaco made was, Legereus Sneed moving from corner to safety. And it was like, all right, this dude's a really good all-conference caliber corner, and you're playing him at safety. And a lot of the reasoning... I feel like that's just, I'm going to put my best playmaker on defense in the place. Yeah, play, the best exactly athlete. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and a lot of the reasoning at that time was, all right, Diaco's defense and the way he ran it, it was centered around the safety position making a lot of calls. He was the experienced four-year guy on the back end that was trusted within that unit. And I think as he transitioned into the pros, not only is he 6'1", nearly 200 pounds, runs a 4'3", whatever. He understands safety play behind him as well. Exactly. And I think it allowed him to become more multidimensional to where he can play outside, he can play inside, he can play a safety role. And I think that's been huge because you look at what Spagnolo likes to do defensively for Kansas City. I think Dan Orlovsky poured it out on ESPN the other day. They ran six different personnel groupings defensively at the Ravens. Like, you don't see that defensively. But it's because guys like Legereus Sneed can play multiple positions within your defense and be able to do different things. I think he's poised. Obviously, he's one of the top, what, five, ten corners in the right. league. Top three. Tate says top so. three. But I, I was looking at some of the contract numbers. Obviously, he's got one more game to go, Super Bowl in a couple weeks against San Francisco. We'll talk about that game in a second. But you look at the top corners in the league, it's four or five-year deals. It's 80 to $100 million. My gosh. It's is it 50 really? to 60 guaranteed. Like, about to get paid. He's been changed a lot. And he's oh, earned it. Without a doubt. Oh, earned, earned every single earned every bit penny. of it. They just love him in Kansas City. They really too. do. And, and I don't know... You know, you look at some of their salaries. They got Mahomes. They got Kelsey. Chris yeah, Jones they wants to be paid. You do wonder if they'll pay him. I just feel like the way they've been running that franchise, they will. I think they will. Too. I think they've got. I mean, you they they may they may not pay him top dollar. I don't know if he may be the number one guy. But if you're if you're him, do you want that I or do you I, like? I want to be in the Super Bowl most. Or yeah, I want to be this I, far. I, I, much you value I can I can only speak for myself as a man, but I'd be willing to. Shave ten or twenty percent back to keep, to, here's, to keep winning. Here's the other yeah. thing to think Stay, about: you know, hometown discount. Yeah, Chiefs culture. Chiefs, the guys are like you Pat. three Super Bowls in four years, and you know, and you're still going to get paid. Yeah, yeah. And you got Travis Kelsey, who has been underpaid for his entire career because yep. he wanted to make room. Uh, Patrick Mahomes restructured his contract last year to make room. Like this is a, a roster that, like, you get used to winning that much and and not winning hurts even more. Yeah. And so you're like, man, I'll take a cut so that I can so we, I can play. Yeah. Mahomes, Some guys will. Well, you, you take a cut, you, you play 10 years, you you win two, two, hypothetically two or three more, you, you, you're going down in all time, Chiefs all time yeah. not just Chiefs, but NFL, yeah. Hall of Fame, yeah. statuesque, you know, there's going to be a bust of you several places type of 
And those are the types of things you do staying at one place in a winning organization. And you know, the, the world is his oyster. What do you think about Tyreek? You think he's like, man, I left and they won a Super Bowl, and now they're playing I, another. Oh, I think Tyreek did what was right for Tyreek, and I think it's worked out for him. For I mean, he's done well, but I mean, he, he doesn't get banged he's up. Gonna, he, goes, he, missed, he goes for 2,000 yards this year if he doesn't But he hurt. missed out on a Super Bowl last year, potentially another one this year. The, those are the choices you mean, and p- part of the lure is trying to get Miami there if he's if he's. Joey yeah. Fresh jumps in on the Rejuvenate Hotline and Text Line says uh, Snead is about to become a top three paid corner in the NFL. Is he currently on the Minden Mount Rushmore of athletes? Tape's got to be honest. I I don't have a deep not Rolodex big, of Minden so athletes. Not a big Minden is, is Dak Houghton or is Dak Minden? Dak Houghton. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'll, put, be. I'll put Snead on it. Put, I don't know a whole lot of men in athletes. I mean, certainly Webster Parish. Yeah, Webster Parish. There we go. We got uh, what's the guy, the white guy at Tampa Bay? At Tampa Bay? Yeah, the linebacker, forty-five. Last name's White. Played at LSU. Oh, Devin. Devin. Devin White. Yeah. See on Webster Parish. Uh, yeah, it's been here. Westmore. All right, there Lord we go. Webster. Got two of John them right David now. Crow. John David Crow, there we go, Texas A&M legend. All right, well, I got to talk about this 49ers Lions game. Tapes, I hadn't heard you talk about this yet, so this is all fresh to me. Whatever you tell me, uh, Dan Campbell lost that football game. Uh, <laughs> he lost the football game. Like I get it, the Lions are an aggressive football team, but I said it week three, four weeks ago. Yeah, Joey Fresh probably going to grill me because it's Joey Fresh. Like it's what he does. Dan Campbell became Dan Dave, Campbell he became, lost, Dave, he became Dave Roberts. Yeah, he lost. Great analogy, right there, Tapes. Right there at six twelve. Sometimes you got to read the room. You got to read the field. You have to. It goes back to the game against the Cowboys. Is that the one where they kicked the dead gum extra point? The, the, the first one yep. bothered me more than the second because the one for the, you just gave up three. Yep. To cut it to two scores. Yep. You can not just points wise, but mentally tell them no. Field goals, no. Your field goals, no good. We just no. That's we not, got it back. That's no. We got it back. That's not good enough. Well, and here's the thing for me: like before the half, you kicked a field goal I, from I, the four. I liked it. I liked. I thought you got get the points. Go up three scores. scores. I agree. But how do you not do the same thing in the same scenario in the middle of the third the, the, quarter? The, the late late fourth down. I could kind of go for the touchdown. Now you're feeling now. Now you're looking at pinching possessions, and you don't know what if even if you don't give up points. What if they bleed the clock? Yeah, can you, you get enough time? So I get that one. I, I just don't necessarily view it as aggressiveness. I view it as it's fly by the seat of your pants, and to the outsider, it's like, oh, he's so aggressive. Well, no, he didn't have an actual plan. Uh, that, that, I mean, no, that is their plan, and I, and I get that, but. Sometimes you just gotta look in the mirror and say, "You know what? Plan ain't working today." There's other games. It'll early. work. It worked yesterday, and it'll work tomorrow, and it'll work next week. But right now, today, maybe I need to just dial it back Especially and go a little, the play a little old school. Like you can tell me, Josh get, Reynolds dropped get it. The point. I know you can tell me J- Jameer Gibbs fumbled. I get even it. if he picks up the first down, you're still not guaranteed. You know, yeah, burning the bushes or burning hands better than two in the bush. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. Dan Campbell's the kind of guy that, that you know before the game all week. He said, "If we get in this position, we're going for it. We're going for it." Yeah, that's what he does. Well, he preaches. He says every press conference. I told the guys we talked about the situation. If we, if we get in it, we're going for it. That's fine, but have a brain. Joey Fresh says no more candles slander. How about Detroit's defense? Does it become Cedar Creek's JV defense in the second half and stop somebody? 
I'm not hey, saying that. You can't stop Purdy all the time. He's well, like, yeah, Purdy's had some good scrambles. But here's my thing. I love Dan Campbell. I think he's awesome. But, like, have a clue. You go up three scores right there in the middle of the third quarter, like, game's probably over. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure San Francisco I mean, because by then you've already scores. burnt off, what, eight or ten minutes of the third quarter. between, yeah. Even though it's just two field goals, that's still – that's a, a chunk of, of playing time that you've burned off, and you're still at the same spot, three possessions where you began the half. Well, and don't even get me started. And listen, I know your chances of winning are not very great, but 34-24, and you choo- you got three timeouts, and you choose to run the football on third down? Like, that's poor clock management. Like that, There's that, a lot of mistakes. That, that's poor clock management. Like, I would rather you kick the field goal from the 15 – with the minute 40 versus, you know, you still got your three timeouts. You could potentially get a stop and go back and score versus running on third down and having to use a timeout because how often does an onside kick work? It don't. I think 4% this year. Yeah, it doesn't it work. Like, they've made it impossible to execute like onside Two for kicks. 51, something like that. Yeah, it doesn't work. Like, Dan Campbell, love you, dog. You lost that game. Now, you got Ben Johnson coming back. Huh. Keep going for it on fourth down. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it. From our floor to your door, that's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. I'll never forget that moment. Never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. It started with a phone call. I got the text when I was at work. My first call up ever as a member of the National Guard. This was it. The real deal. When we got to the armory, they briefed us on the wildfires. How they were getting dangerously close to homes. It was amazing to be a part of this massive operation. Helicopters were going up with huge buckets to drop water on the fires. Some of the guys in the unit were preparing for firefighting with local fire crews. We went out in Humvees to help with the evacuations. At that moment, I got my first taste of just how important the Guard is to my community. See how the Guard can be an important part of your life at NationalGuard.com. Discover what it means to be a citizen soldier, to serve locally as well as globally. Look into the benefits including career skills and money for college. Take a moment. Go to NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. 
Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Blue Tick Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Let's jump to the Rejuva Me hotline. We got Bama Jim. Bama Jim, your Tar Heels are up nine early at Georgia Tech. How are you? Oh, yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> hey, look, guys. I've been watching football since Vince Lombardi. Mm-hmm. I'm an old man. Lombardi, uh, uh, Greasy, uh, not Greasy, Shula, the coach for the Cowboys, Tom Landry, yeah. Chuck Melton, they all said don't leave points on the field. Can't do it. And it's like Gary O. Yepremian said against the Washington Redskins, I kick a touchdown. I kick a touchdown. <laughs> Jim, have a I get, Jim, I get the reference. I don't think these two youngsters in the studio do with me. They'll have to pull up. They'll have to pull it up I on know. YouTube. I kick a, I kick a touchdown. <laughs> Block, blocked field goal. They got return, return for a touchdown. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Beck, good to hear you, boys. It's good to be back, Bama Jim. It's been a week, you know. I miss it. Yeah. I don't get to get on the radio as much as Ben does, you know. Well, Ben's a superstar, you know. Oh, come on now. <laughs> I don't know about all that. He's a superstar, but he, he works cheap. I do. Appreciate it, Bama Jim. Have a good one. Ah, uh, y'all do, too. All right, Beck, we got to get into some. Oh, you popped me there, Beck. I'm what? not going to lie. It's been a week. <laughs> Been a week. You popped me. <laughs> Back to legend. And I hold mean, that one in. It has been a week. I don't <laughs> I know what to tell you. It's been a week. Feels good to be back. All right, we got to get into some Dunkin' Dogs action this past week, of course. Uh, a little two-game homestand. Yeah, yeah I was uh, at both of them. Yeah, good to see you. I, I said it to you at the New Mexico State game Saturday, like, it is a joy yeah. to have you in the Thomas Assembly Center Night in and night out. You were locked in. I was locked in. Yeah, the kiddos like to come, too. I get no love. No. Take you there Saturday. I, yeah. I showed up Saturday. You I were. See, wouldn't wouldn't hey. walk over and say hey to us. That, he said he was a little tired. I'm still on the mend. Uh, but Tapes was there Saturday. I want to go back to Thursday. UTEP comes to town. We Don't talk- get to cover it half. That was New Mexico State. Oh. Uh, we talked about UTEP coming in. They led the country in turnovers force, turning over 19 times a game. Uh, it was ugly at times. Like, th- there's no denying that it was an ugly basketball game at times for Louisiana Tech. Uh, they end up turning the basketball over 18 times in the game, which obviously not optimal. But, uh, that's like I said, UTEP was averaging forcing 19. So, uh, you kept them under their average. I thought some of the turnovers that Tech did have – uh, weren't necessarily live ball turnovers that allowed them to get out and transition, which they're a really good transition offensive team. It's basically no worse than a missed shot. Yes, exactly. And, and listen, you know, you win 68-54. You outscore, or you won the first half 34-27. You won the second half 34-27. That, that's pretty cool. I had to mention it. But um, I, I think, you know, we're going to talk here in a second about some of the offensive numbers, but UTEP shoots 29% from the field. Like, you hold a team to 29% shooting from the field, like, you're going to win, and you're going to win a lot. And that's what this Tech team's doing right now. You look at some of the national statistics for the Bulldogs after this weekend, 
Only allowing 63.2 points per game. That's 11th nationally. Opponents are shooting 38.6% from the field. That's 8th nationally. Like, that's elite on the defensive end of the floor. That's elite on the defensive end of the floor. And that's not just five games in either. No. I mean, that's... What twenty one yeah, games? Yeah, twenty games size. in. We got a sample size now. Yeah, we, we got a, a plenty, a, a large enough sample size, so that so that we can accurately assess how this team's going to be. And it's like we said last week, Tech's gotten better offensively. I, I don't know that I would necessarily say they're an above average offensive team, but you look at the numbers: number one in offensive efficiency in Conference USA, number one in defensive uh, efficiency in Conference USA. So, like your your number one in both categories, obviously you're going to give yourself a chance to win. So back to that win over UTEP on Thursday. Daniel Bacho, huge. 19 points, 12 rebounds, 7 blocks. Yeah, he did it all. He's a game changer at the rim. Like, I, you know, I remember when we were in school, obviously got a chance to see Michael Kaiser, really good shot blocker. I think at times... A physical big man could overpower him from a. He's, he wasn't real heavy. Yeah. Neither I, is Bacho. I feel like a lot of Mike's came from the weak side. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. He's a good weak Where side. Where Bacho, and even if he doesn't get the block shot, he's defending guys one on one straight up in the low post and making them score over him, and they're not. And it's very difficult. That's part of why yeah. you're holding teams under. He's good. Well, and it's like we've talked about. Like, how many times do we see guards get into the paint and they turn around like, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Like, the, Ain't happening. I'm not going to challenge him at the rim. Or not that they can't get a shot off, but they realize it's going to take – Be very difficult. Very difficult, and it's just not a high percentage. And I, I think that's hard to evaluate to the from a fan perspective to the naked eye as far as, you know, just truly how impactful is he – but, like, you see 29% from the field. You see 18 of 61 for UTEP from the field. Like, that gives you a good idea. And midway through that second half, UTEP made a run. They closed it down within four. Talik Chavez, we had him on the show last week. He wanted to hit 11 threes. He only went three of six. I can't complain about that. But 50%. Yeah, he hits a couple of big threes midway through the second half, knocks out a mid-range jump shot. He finished with 18. He was big. It was kind of an all-around game for Isaiah Crawford. Nine points, six rebounds, three assists, had a steal and a couple blocks. Uh, it, it just feels like this team, like, it's just very workmanlike. Yeah, they're just balanced, too. I mean, you don't look like, sure, I'm sure Isaiah would love to have 20 30. and 10 yeah. every night, you know, but it's like, hey, that's that's a night that that wasn't it, and he distributed the ball well, and the rest of the team stepped up. Bacho can step up. Chavez can step up. Like, this is a team that, that isn't dependent on one player. Nope. And when you're watching them on defense, like, I, I just got the feeling, like, man, it's so hard for the other team to score. Like, they hit shots every now and then, but they're not easy shots. Like They're not. Like, it's it's very rare that the other team just gets a wide-open look, and, and the, the team works hard on defense, and you can see it. And, and well, I think like, it's appreciated. Like, like I've had people tell me, like, this is the funnest Tech team we've watched in a long time. Looks like they care every single game, all game long. And, and speaking of looking I like they think one big reason why. They're winning? Yep. I agree. That, you saying that cures everything, Tapes? No, but cures a, good, a lot. Good, good, good 85 90% of Okay, it. I want to talk about that, though. You fast forward to Saturday, and, and, you know, Tech struggled in the first half. They go on the 13-2 run to open the second half to kind of stretch the lead out against New Mexico 40 minute State. 40-minute game, boys. It is a 40-minute game, but the lob Newman had to botch oh, for the and one. Oh, that was so pretty. That was filthy. Well, there was two of them. There was, but Pick the, one. the bench reaction 
tells you a lot about how much they care for each other. Yeah, yeah. The first one was pretty wide open. It was a great, but the second one, Bacho had a little, they're a little contested, and he he didn't didn't matter to him. The, the beauty of it, it is just watching the communication between Sean yeah. and and Daniel, and and knowing when to slide off the screen and, and slip down to the goal well, and. Whoop, there, there, there's I, a big beach ball waiting And I asked Telvin Hester today uh, about Sean Newman's role for this team offensively. And obviously he's very, very good at passing the basketball. Uh, you know, you go to the game against New Mexico State, he has four assists, no turnovers. He didn't score, but I think, and Telvin alluded to this, he said there's not a selfish bone in, in Sean's body. Like, there are times when he comes in the huddle where we have to say, like, go score. Like, Go shoot. He looks like a player to me that wants to go to the tournament. He wants to win. He wants to go to the tournament. He wants to win. And I think the the next step in his maturation process is understanding, like, all right, Bacho's covered up, Talik's covered up, let me get to the rim and, and force the defense to defend me a little bit. Because that's when you take the next step. And I think that's why Tech has become so difficult to defend because Bacho's around the rim, Chavez is shooting 41% from three, and ISO can take anyone. And so it's like, all right, you got three guys that can score at three different levels of the defense. You can't double anybody because you're going to leave one of those other scores open. And, and I think that's why Texas City – and you go back to the first half against New Mexico State, like, guys, Tech missed. Oh, well, like, hey, where's Devin Reed? Let me, let me step up and bang three yeah. threes in the first half. He scores 11 points, five rebounds, two assists, and 19 minutes off the bench. And Devin Reed – Top 100 player out of high school, obviously highly thought of. Like, I, I think the ceiling offensively is 20 a night. Like, it's 6'8", it's really good shooter from the outside, it's beginning to gain an ability to use the dribble, you're not contesting the shot at 6'8". And and Talvin talked about that today in his press conference, because I asked him about Devin's ability to use the dribble, but he said the reason he's getting minutes it's because now he's settling in defensively to where he's allowing his 6'8 frame, his length, but to become a weapon defensively. And so you can leave him out on the floor for longer stretches, which then in turn you start to see him mature offensively. And, and I, I think this Tech team, I, I don't know if we'll dance or not. I don't know. But dead gum, they're going to be a tough out. Like, I, I'm liking what I'm seeing, and it goes – We've said it all year. Goes back to defense, man. It's the best we've felt about a tech basketball team in a good, good little while. In a long time. Yep. Long since, time. since Mike's get last time. Get out and see the boys play. Yeah, since Mike's last time. Yeah. We need to get some crowds out there. Like, I'm not saying the crowds have been bad. Saturday, I I left thinking I, I would have I'd have liked to seen a little better. I want to see five or 6,000. Let's get that tech rocking. Like, that place is – it's a home court advantage. When you put but five or six more. in there, it can get, it can get loud. Mm-hmm. If Beck Ains is out there, I think you should come. We got the kids. Hey, okay. also should mention Jordan Crawford, Simsburg product, ten points off the bench the other day. He's playing the best basketball of his career as well. Like really growing up, these young pups, Jordan Crawford, Devin Reed, growing up. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk ninety-seven point seven. Be back right after this. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. 
Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. It's bow time. <laughs> Hurry into Bojangles for two scratch-made sizzling sausage biscuits for just four bucks. One bite and you'll want breakfast for dinner. Good thing we serve breakfast all day, every day. But this isn't just breakfast. It's two for four bucks. So you can get two savory sausages on fluffy buttermilk biscuits. Biscuits made the right way, by hand. Oh yeah, did we mention they're never frozen? Well, you're probably hungry now, so hurry over to Bojangles, because this two-for-four deal won't last forever. It's bow time. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. We're back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Uh, as good as the men's basketball team is playing, obviously 15-6 and six overall, 5-1 and one in Conference USA play. They'll be on the road this week. They'll travel out to FIU on Thursday night to 6 p.m. tip out in Miami. Uh... Ironically enough, FIU hasn't had a great program by any stretch of the imagination. They're seven and fourteen this year, two and four in conference play. They are six and three at home, so they're they're going to be. I would say they're going to be juiced up, but like hard to get juiced up in front of a crowd of one sixty. So probably not juiced up, but uh, they play better at home. Tech is one and five in Miami since twenty thirteen twenty fourteen when the two teams enter the league. So. Not a whole lot of success. It's not an easy trip. Obviously, it takes a minute to get out to Miami. Not going to play the Hurricanes, so you can't get jacked up about that. Going to play the Golden Panthers in this place called the Ocean Bank Convocation Center. I think it doubles as the local uh, auditorium for uh, honor roll for the elementary kids. Oh, okay, yep. Uh, it's what it looks like. They have waves on the floor. Okay. It's cute. Uh, but... Uh, Talvin Hester said today that it's the toughest trip in the league. And listen, I think Talvin made a good point too. The travel in Conference USA this year is brutal. And it's not going to get much better with the current makeup yep. of the league. When you're going from El Paso, Las Cruces to Miami, uh, you also got Lynchburg, Virginia up. There. Like, not going to be easy. Like, you're putting in a lot of miles. Uh, you, you think about this game, Tech probably travels out tomorrow, doesn't come home till Friday. They're only playing one game. So, uh, a difficult road trip, but you want to win a conference championship in the regular season, these are the tight games you have to take care of. Arturo Dean. Have you ever heard of Arturo? Mm -mm. Sophomore guard for the Golden Panthers. 3.9 steals per game leads the country. Has 20 more steals than anyone in America. Scrappy little guy. He is a... So how does a, te- I mean, how does a tech team prepare for that this week? He's- so he didn't just lead the country. He leads the country by nearly a full steal a game. Yes. Like, he is dynamic at taking the ball. And in the conference tournament last year, like, he was a one-man press. Like, he... Tech beat FIU, but, like, 
dribbling the ball up the court, he would take the ball from you. Like, that's What's he still doing in Miami? Uh, he won't be there much longer. But Talvin talked about that today as far as what, how do you plan for something like that. And he said he's talked to some of his coaching friends in the profession. And basically it boils down to if you got Dean on you, pass it. you're passing the basketball. Like, you're not giving him a chance to take the ball and get out in transition. So will he be on Newman? I mean, he's a guard, so he's on Newman or Chavez. Yeah. What's his size? Six foot, buck sixty five. So he's a small guy. He's a small guard, but dynamic yeah. defensively. And, and listen, just, you pass over. And, and listen, you look at the, some of the defensive numbers for FIU. They're awful. Like they're awful defensively. But like he's elite. Like they give up like forty eight percent shooting from the field. It's like three hundred fifty third in the country. They give up like forty percent from three. It's so their like, defense is basically, hey, you go get the ball, and if they you can't, if you go don't, get it, you're shooting you wide open shots, and they have no rim protection. And so I, I think Tech's plan is going to be. I know it sounds simple, but just pass over him. <laughs> yeah, pass over him, and I think they're going to try to pound the ball in the paint to Bacho and Crawford. And I, I think too, when you are pounding the ball in the paint, you got to be aware that he's dipping down, trying to take the ball from you in the post because that's what he's going to do. I mean, he's clearly running around trying to steal the ball and get out and run. Uh, Let's shift to the Lady Texters here for just a sec. Uh, Lady Texters, obviously, going into last week, we talked about some of the difficulties uh, having to travel out to El Paso, travel out to Las Cruces, eat at that Applebee's and McDonald's uh, before you play New Mexico State. Uh, First game, Thursday night. I mean, you lose 61-57, had an opportunity to win. Obviously, you didn't get it done. You led that game going into the fourth quarter. Analar scores 23 points, pulls down seven rebounds in 31 minutes of action. But she was the only scorer in double figures for Louisiana Tech. But, you know, Brooks Store talked about it today. It basically boiled down to UTEP was tougher on the glass than Louisiana Tech. And the numbers show it. You give up 13 offensive rebounds. You're out-rebounded 39-26. Uh, against a Utah team, they were only 1-3 and three in the league, but I got a chance to watch towards the end of this game, and they're winning 50-50 balls. You get a stop, they get an offensive rebound, you foul in transition, they get to the line 23 times in the game. Uh, just really didn't go Tech's way, but at the same time, like, you lose a four-point game. Like, you lose a four-point game. Uh, come back on Saturday at New Mexico State, wrapping up, like we said, a long road trip. New Mexico State goes on a 12-0 run to start the game. Uh, they led by 17, I believe, midway through the third quarter. Lady Texters come roaring back, get the game to overtime, ultimately fall 42, 42, 66-64. Uh, and I think Brooke talked about it today. Uh, you look at the conference losses. You've lost by two at New Mexico State. You lost by four at UTEP. You lost a three-point home game to Middle Tennessee. That's two overtime games. You know, so three of your four losses in league play have come by one possession, maybe two. So it's not great on the surface. It's eight and thirteen. It's two and four in conference play. I, I think you could kind of get Brooks' message as far as wanting to challenge this group. She talked today about how there are periods during a game where the unit will become somewhat passive. And, and they're trying to really coach that out of them as far as, like, you can't give in and allow an opponent to do what they want to do. 
And, and that boils down to, it, it boils down to life, honestly. Like, you either get run over or you don't get run over. It's true. You know. I mean, you got a good point. So, kind of where things stand. Lady Texas will be at home Thursday night against FIU. That is a 6 p.m. tip. A little faith and family night out there. Oh, good, good. Yeah, you got to love it. So, uh, game will, of course, be on uh, the old ESPN Plus. I'm sure Lynn Rollins will have the call. and All will be right in the world. Or you can listen right here on Sports Talk 970. You can listen right here. Kyle Roberts will. Kyle Roberts had the radio call. Did a tremendous job as always. Tits, I gotta ask you this. Yo. Back to the men. Did you see Lynn Rollins on Saturday? On Saturday? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I didn't take time to think that I'll be that. honest with you, I had a blazer on with some jeans. <laughs> Don't have a problem. <laughs> Tapes. A little Saturday matinee. <laughs> oh, didn't love it. I don't have a problem. Did love to see it. Boot, boot, boots or boots or loafers. Lynn strikes me as a loafers guy. <laughs> Probably add on some sandals, tapes, Birkenstocks. <laughs> Wouldn't go that far. I mean, I couldn't tell if the toupee. All right, I'm not. Going oh, there. I'm oh, not going there. I'm not going too far. I mean, the man's giving us bacho, bacho, <laughs> man. He did give us that. He did give us that. Which uh, you love to say. No, oh, yeah. I'd Shout just... out to the tax for playing that. There you go. Yeah. As, as the fans go home, I like it. <coughs> you okay? Uh, not really. Um, for being honest, <laughs> choked there for a second. Uh, by the way, have y'all ever had a chance to participate in one of these like halftime competitions where you shoot a play no. free throw? Through I the have. Ball? How'd you do, Tabes? You did. One hundred dollar gift. Shut up, you did. Trust. What was it? Make a free throw in thirty I seconds. Ma- I made one. One so free did, throw. So did the other guy. And then you won in the runoff. We had to pick a number between one and a hundred. <laughs> You made one free throw? Tapes won 100 bucks. That's all that matters. That's incredible, That's a lot tapes. of tacos, Tapes. Oh, there's there's video evidence. I won't say who's got it or how to find it, but it's out there. Tapes, that's incredible. You now, made one free I'm throw. I'm not making this up. I you made, made one free throw. I made one free throw. And how many seconds? 30 seconds. I think seconds. it was 30. So what were you, one of 14 at the line? It doesn't matter. I was one and give me my $100. <laughs> Here's the, I would be so nervous to it do this. It is nerve-wracking. Oh, I've short, done it before. You, the death perception. I, okay. Everything was short. Listen to this story. So we were in co- we were in high school. Uh, me and our buddy Sutton, we went to a game at the Century Tail Center in Bozier. Tech was playing. Who knows who? And if you're not used to shooting in an open. It's tough. It it's, takes a minute. To you're not used to what? Shooting in open. Shooting. Okay, yeah, got you. Death perception when it's, it's yeah, compared to wide like open. Oh, I know. I t- we, we played in the tech on the morning of my wedding, and I don't think anybody made a shot for the first 20 minutes. So I get And we're this. pretty good. There's like 18 kids at this game. Like I said, I was in high school, and they're like, "Do you one of y'all want to do the competition?" And I was like, "I'll do it." Sutton's like, "Yeah, man, like go crush them, bro." <laughs> well, here's the deal: I was going against a nine-year-old. No, and I lost. No. Oh yeah. What was it? Uh, I like think I was shooting three balls. Three balls at free throws or what? Uh, oh, three no. three pointers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Daddy's corner wasn't working. That Daddy's corner wasn't working. BC went about two for twenty-eight from three. This nine-year-old was like six for fifteen. He got you got to shoot a lot more. Probably than he did. the most embarrassing defeat of my athletic career. Like it was. I don't think I want any part of that. I think you you get in your head and and you get a little pressure and the crowd gets into it. You know, you always have guys like that. Oh, this dude looks semi-athletic. He's got cowboy. He's got some Wranglers on, but he looks like he can do it. And then he takes forty-five seconds to make a layup. I'm uh, old school, and we did it for years at Simsboro. We'd have a pizza shootout at halftime. Yeah, come pay a dollar. 
you make your three, you move to the next round. You know, one shot, one dollar. You usually get one or two yeah. people that would hit it, and you shoot off for a pizza. You know, a dollar. And you get a pizza at the end of it. Yeah, pretty good idea. When you get a pizza, you know, the school gathers them together, you know, 12, 15 bucks or whatever to help throw into the kitty. I mean, it's a pretty good little high school uh, halftime show. It was great. Do one for the boys and one for the girls. Oh, I like it, Tapes. I like it. We had an unofficial deal at my high school in Alaska where I used to live. Ben, I've told you to live there. And uh, at halftime of the basketball games in high school, they would let you, uh, they would let anybody shoot on the court, which is just crazy now that I think about it. But we would just go out there and just. Jade up. Act like some Larry Birds, you know. But I I got pretty decent at the backward, behind the back, like half court shot. Hit one in front of the crowd. Crowd went nuts. That's pretty cool. Yeah, hit it, took my shirt off. Let me tell you something about a half court shot. Any of you listeners out there, if you get a chance, don't one hand it. You don't have a shot. Shoot yeah, but a lot of the people one handed it. Shoot it. Don't have even a shot you, to get it there with two hands. If you got to fudge a couple steps while yeah, on your run do up. that. Shoot yeah, it. Tech ain't gonna say nothing. No, they're not. And don't one hand it. You cannot. I mean, even if, it. if you're four feet in front and you make it, and they try to say no, 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 you'd be honestly right. standing there and and looking at the hoop in front of you and throwing it over your head is the best. Is I'm convinced it's the best way to score. Brett says from losing to a nine year old to striking out Aaron Judge, there's an American story of hope right there. Brett, you ain't lying. From son. being whack pitcher of the week to giving up the most runs in a game and in history is is also well, impressive the same no, week yeah, the same week <laughs> fair enough down down week in uh what was that back then college the, the whack. whack the whack yeah, yeah. tough week in the whack there was only one team playing tech to be fair i think just about anybody that faced aaron judge struck out aaron judge he didn't k that much all right he either k or hit thanks doing all right for himself yeah you do. and you're doing local radio yeah that's all right yeah. One guy made it, one guy didn't. The guy in New York didn't. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Diamond Dogs middle infielder Caston Fur joins us after the break. We'll be back right after this. Hey, Tech fans, coming in town to watch the dogs play? We'll stay with the whole family at a fully furnished home in Ruston, Monroe, or one of our area Great Lakes. For more information, go to staywithsouthern.com. That is staywithsouthern.com. And Bleed Tech Blue listeners, listen up because this offer is just for you. BTB listeners, use code BTB24. That's BTB24 for 10% off any and all stays. Again, staywithsouthern.com. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Hey, DQ fans, crunch into a $6.99 chicken strip basket. It's got crispy all-white meat chicken strips, golden fries, mouth-watering Texas toast, and your favorite dipping sauce like our homemade Hidden Valley Ranch. Is there a more perfect basket? I'm going to buy a chicken strip basket as soon as I get done reading this ad. Only at participating DQ locations where happy tastes good. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. 
Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Let's go right to the Rejuvame hotline, joined by Diamond Dogs middle infielder, Caston Fur. Caston, how we doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing good, how are you? We are doing well. So let's jump into a few things. Obviously, uh, you made the decision in the offseason to leave UNO after four years down there for Blake Dean. Uh, tell us a little bit about your experience playing for the Privateers uh, under Blake Dean the last four years. Uh, yeah, you know, I had a great experience. Um, I'm thankful for that whole experience. Um, I wouldn't be half the ball player I am now without that experience and I thank him for giving me the opportunity to play as a freshman, and every year after that, you know, it was, it was a, I had a great time. So you, obviously, you're from Ruston, played at Ruston High, go to UNO, you get a chance to enter the transfer portal. Uh, for you, was Louisiana Tech always a place that you wanted to play, uh, or or did you have you know other dreams as far as you know growing up as a kid, as far as your favorite team, or were your sights set on Louisiana Tech to come finish up? your college career? Well, out of high school, I really wanted to come to Tech, but um, I wasn't ready yet. Um, and UNO took a chance on me, so I went down there. And then after four years, I felt I was ready and wanted to push myself for my last year. And Tech was definitely high on the list, but um, I felt it was the right fit for me as a player. And... Um, and for a chance to compete at a high level in a good conference. So I felt Tech was the right right choice for me. Cass, and I actually got to watch you play a little bit in high school. You played with my cousin Graham. Uh, that was a fun team to watch. Y'all, y'all were a real good team. Can you talk about what it's going to be like for you to play in your hometown, um, having played at Ruston High, and, and what that experience meant to you as well? Yeah, playing, uh, playing at Ruston again is going to be fun. Um, my family's going to get to come watch me and family. And um, it's going to be a good crowd this year. I can feel it. When when you look at obviously your statistics at UNO, uh, you know you, you've started a ton of baseball games at the collegiate level. Uh, we've seen your power increase year after year. I think it was one home run to three home runs to seven home runs. What would you attribute that to? With being able to do that without sacrificing average is it maturity and getting stronger or, or did you make some adjustments to your swing uh in order to hit for more power uh it's definitely getting stronger i've always been a strong kid but being able to use my legs and my power in the right way um but i did make a few mechanical adjustments over the years um i used to close myself off a bit hitting i kind of opened up to get to the inside pitch better um, just all types of different ways that have um, helped me. You, you look at you look at this tech team, and Coach Burroughs has talked about it at length. 
not only in the infield, but you look in the outfield as well, just how old you guys are as a group. Uh, showing up every day with, with so much talent surrounding you, how much better does that not only make yourself, but the guys around you, just knowing that day in and day out you have to continue to compete? Oh, it's a great feeling to show up to the field every day. You know, we're all all the guys are pulling in the same direction. We're all focused on the on the same goal every single day. So it's really fun to come to the field every day and compete, especially against guys of that caliber. And um, yeah, we're all striving for the same goal this year, and it's going to be a fun year. I was looking at some of the defensive numbers. Have you always been a great defensive middle infielder? I, I know you only made one error a season ago. And, and kind of, I guess, a little bit of a follow-up to that question. What what makes a good middle infielder, uh, in your opinion? Yeah, um, uh, I've kind of always been able to field the ball and help the pitcher out. But I feel like what made me such a great infielder this past year was developing developing a routine day in and day out to get your mind right to go out there and play every day at a high level. And just the way you play catch every day with your partner, it all it's all just the little things that add up at the end of the day. Cass, I know you had a good experience at UNO and you enjoyed your time there. Can you talk a little bit about the difference you've seen so far from maybe a UNO to a Tech and, and, and what's got you excited about this year? Yeah, um, well, we haven't got to the season yet, but so far from the fall and what I've seen so far in the spring, it's just the way the coaches interact with the players, you know. Every, they, they make sure every guy knows the goal is from day one. And we're all pulling in the same direction. We know the goal every single day we come to practice. We have team meetings about it day in and day out. So every, every guy shows up to the field every single day working towards that goal. I think that's the biggest difference, in my opinion. But um, we'll see more once the season comes. Favorite uh, favorite collegiate field that you've played on to the, at this point or to this point in your career? Um, I'd say Oklahoma State was definitely mm. the nicest field I played on. Okay, Oklahoma State. Are, but you, another you, one would. Okay, go ahead. Another one would be. Um, we played at Texas last year. That was a really good environment. You prefer, I like Texas you a lot. prefer grass or turf? I prefer a good grass field, but you can't beat turf. Yeah, turf. just from just from a point of consistency, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I, turf has really grown in the college game the last. Like, oh, it's easy to maintain. It is a lot easier to maintain. There, there's no doubt about that. All right, I want to ask you this. Uh, as we get set, season's about 16, 17 days away at this point for you guys to open up at home against Northern Colorado. Uh, when you look at this Tech team, uh, who's the funniest guy on the team? Oh, it's got to be freshman uh, Hudson Gwynn. Really? That dude packs everybody up day in and day out. That's, that's big for a freshman to come in yeah. and feel confident enough to be the funny guy, you know? It's definitely him. All right, who, uh, who drops the most tanks in practice? Uh, Cole McConnell, for sure. Oh, of course. Of course. That's Ben's guy. Of course. Ben's getting excited him, over him, here. Him or, Ethan, him or Ethan Bates. Okay. okay. All, All right. right. Those lefties, they like to play a little pepper with the scoreboard sometimes. Uh, who, who's got the toughest fastball to hit uh, on the Tech pitching staff uh, to this point for you? Um, let me think. 
this fastball. I'd say either um, Isaac Crab okay. or Greg Martinez. Oh, Martinez. Those two guys just those two guys the ball just jumps out of their hand. It feels like it's exploding on you. Oh, Martinez got that country fastball. You yeah, know. you like yeah. He'll rear back and throw it. Uh, I want to ask you this too. Uh, you know, we talked earlier about your decision to transfer. What's that like for you? Obviously, you never transferred before, so it was something that was new to you. Uh, being the new guy again, I'm sure you had gotten comfortable down at UNO. What was that like for you, being an older guy, walking into a new locker room as a 22, 23-year-old? What What was that experience like uh, back to the beginning of the fall? I mean, yeah, it was something I've never really experienced before, but... Um, I feel like it every single year, even at UNO, I feel like I had to prove myself every year, you know, because, yeah, you had a good season the year before, but it's a different year. You still have to prove yourself, and that's kind of what I felt coming in, that I needed to prove myself and show the coaches and my teammates what type of player I was, and I made sure to make that a point to myself, and I really tried hard this fall to prove myself. Absolutely. Well, man, we appreciate you taking some time to join us and uh, look forward to seeing you guys uh, hit the diamond here in a couple of weeks and uh, appreciate you having you on tonight. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Casting Fur, middle infielder of the Diamond Dogs, joining us tonight. Uh, Beck, one error and 255 chances a year ago. That's no, pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. I tried to put a little pressure on him, but that's pretty impressive. Uh, that's probably the last time I'm going to mention that stat, though. Yeah, it's. <laughs> don't want to talk about it. 255 chances. Yeah, I don't want to get too superstitious. That's impressive. Hey. Is that like, where is that in the nation? Is that like? No, it's got to be up there. Yeah. Uh, I got to say this, too. My boy Cole McConnell's coming back this year. Dropping some tanks. He dropped a tank in the old inner squad over the week. Did he? Yeah, it's just a, one of those old country taters to write. <laughs> you love it. I think I saw 401 feet. 401. Yeah. Uh, look out up there on the tracks. If you're watching the game. Just got a hold of it, huh? Yeah, you look at some transfers on this team. Uh, Kasson Fur will be teamed up with his middle infield buddy, Michael Ballard, Division II transfer from Eckerd College uh, in Longwood, Florida. Okay. It's a little bit of a trek from home. Why don't you get old Ballard on see if he's uh, seen any beaches out here around the old Ruston area. Darbone. Yeah, a couple over there. Uh, maybe Lincoln Parish Park. Uh, other transfers on this Tech roster this year, of course, Ethan Bates came to the program last year, started his career at the University of Arkansas. Sam Broderson comes in from Division II school Wingate in North Carolina, will be a key cog in the pitching on the pitching staff. Uh, also got Turner Swistak, transfer from Tennessee. Why not get him on tapes? We could ask him about Tony V. About his little oh, feistiness. Yes. You know, Tony V likes to get a little couple arguments, a couple dugouts a time or two. Got old, uh, let's see who else we got transfer wise. Uh, Brenton Fields, six foot ten, tall drink of water. Got the goatee, too. Looks great. Yep. Uh, West Alabama transfer. So uh, then Will Melby transfers in from UCF. Uh, great goatee as well. Solid mullet. Uh, I'm excited to see this Tech team hit the field. It's, Do you think it's a good thing that expectations are a little bit lower this year? Yeah, I think it, it's kind of quiet. Like, it's almost like the quieter. team. It's a little quieter. When you say they're lower. 
Low, yeah. Lower, lower for whom? I don't well, think they're last lower. year. I feel like it was a little more like this is the best. There's more buzz, more buzz. Yeah, I, I, it's probably I, it's better. Quieter. It's a little quieter, but I feel like the team's been a little quieter. So I've too. been in that locker. I've been in the clubhouse. It's pretty amped up. You think they got some? Dog I think I bet they're chomping at the bit. You think they're playing some some music in that clubhouse tape, getting well, jacked up? I hope. Yeah. You think they're ready to play the? Looks like Northern Colorado's the Bears. Hmm. Well, four well four game set to open things up. Four game, little fifty runs. We're getting close, huh? When does that start? February sixteenth. F- fifty runs is that out of the question for the weekend? Oh, tapes. Find a little bet on that. It's twelve. It's twelve. 13. The lines out for that game yet? Tapes. <laughs> tapes does Fanduel do college baseball? No, no, not on Fanduel. What is it? DraftKings does, don't they? One of them does. No, I had to dig around. I hadn't, hadn't really. I forget which one. One of them does. Yeah, Barstool used to. They did. Could mint set the lines. Yeah, you you can a, make some money there. Spend, uh, mint set. No way. No way. No. Not sure how it's going to be now that they trans over to ESPN. I'll be honest. I think you could make some money in college baseball. Maybe not now. Yeah, it's but, kind of got settled in a little bit. But also, I mean, maybe you just bet the huge underdogs and you hope you hit one of three on the weekend. But, like, yeah. I mean, it's college baseball. But surely the lines aren't it's so wonky. drastic. Yeah, you're probably right. It's probably no, like, plus 800s, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, unless it's, like, right. low-level school versus a SEC. We'll stay away from that from now. Yeah, we'll stay be responsible. Away from the betting scene. We don't want to get involved in all that. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. We come back. Louisiana Tech softball coach Josh Taylor will join us. We'll be back right after this. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Every day is game day at the dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. My Independent Wrestling presents Come Out Swinging on February 3rd at the West Monroe Convention Center. You don't want to miss these matches. Catch the Southern title champ, Bam Bam Malone, whose title's on the line as he faces off with Moonshine Mantel. Plus the Deep South Heritage champ, Ray Fury, squares up against Nightmare Jeremiah. And a tag team match with horsepower going up against Southern Royalty. Advanced tickets of $15 can be purchased at Colwell Banker Group 1. It all goes down on February 3rd. Doors open at 7 and first bell is at 7.30. By Independent Wrestling is brought to you by Rooster Olive Oil Attorney at Law, North Louisiana Title, El Paso of West Monroe, Partners Title, Nature's TLC, Sandra Fino Estate Cell, Sober Nest Recovery Homes, Coldwell Banker Group One, CMB Nose Podcast, Panda Art Graphics, Mel's Towing, Chris Stevenson Allstate Agent, Whitman Family, Austin Liggett, Marty and Mark's Jewelers, Elements Bar, Salon and Spa, and Chiefs Nutrition. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. 
Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Taylor, Sports Talk 97.7. Let's jump right back to the Rejuva Me hotline, joined by Louisiana Tech head softball coach Josh Taylor. Coach, I know it's a busy time of year. Thanks for taking some time to join us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, year two last year, obviously, you guys finish up thirty-two and twenty-four. Uh, go thirteen and eleven in conference USA play. Uh, I know you didn't necessarily finish the season uh, in the manner that you wanted to, but when you look back at last year, how will you remember that team? Well, I think I remember it as you know we need to be more offensive. I mean, with the way we pitched and the way we were able to do things defensively and, you know, we, we had 11 shutouts last year's pitching staff. So, I mean, we need, we need to definitely be able to hit the ball a little bit better this year and get that win total up and get us where we want to go. But I mean, I, I look back at last year, there was a lot of grit to that team. Um, you know, we, we get the pitching back, so we're excited about that, but you know, we need to be more offensive and, you know, and I look back on it, we need to be more offensive. I mean, that's pretty much what it's been a lot of our focus with, with me and my staff. You know, obviously Chelsea with the pitchers is there to do their thing, but um, you know we've been really trying to get these, these these girls to to be able to produce more runs for those those pitchers that we got. And you mentioned that pitching staff last year it was a little bit of a a different type of makeup when you look at you know softball, and it, it wasn't necessarily centered around one dominant pitcher. You guys mixed and matched a lot. Uh, how would you compare this year's pitching staff versus last year's, uh, just in the terms of how you guys will attack teams? Well, we'll use a little bit of the same. I mean, we're into we, we, we use the analytics and try to try to stay, you know, a little bit true to some of the objective data that we're able to gather when we're when we're scouting other teams. So, I mean, there are matchup advantages in there, and there's different things and different ways that we can get people out. And you know, softball's got that re-enter rule, so there's ways to mix and match it a little bit easier as well. So, you know, we we have you know Alex Floyd's back and, and Brooke Melanchuk's back and and. and you know, they both up their game, so they're better, so they'll probably get extended a little bit more. But then we got great pieces with, with Lauren Menzina and Emma Hutchinson, and, and, you know, we have a freshman, Madison Buster, who's coming along, and then Alyssa Martin as well. And they all do something a little bit different, so we want to make sure we're putting all of them in, in situations that, that, that match what they do, or, you know, run barrels away from lefties and those, run balls away from lefties' barrels and those types of things. So we will mix match. We'll, we'll use, the objective data that we have to, to make sure we're putting our kids in the best position to be successful again. So uh, there'll be a little bit of that again, no doubt about it. And, and you look and you talk earlier about you know becoming more offensive. Kylie Neal returns uh, after a really good year a season ago. Uh, I know Caitlin Cooper's back as well. Brooke Diaz. What what was your challenge or what is your challenge to some of those returners as far as taking their game up to the next level? Well, just understand that and they need to understand how they're going to be pitched. You know, Kylie's come a long ways in, in these, these, these two years that she's been with us offensively. I mean, our first year, she hit in our nine hole. And so when you look at the progress that she's made, not only with her strength and, and those types of things, but how she attacks the ball. And she had a great season last year, and she looks fantastic right now as well. So, you know, we, we, we just pretty, you know, it, it starts with belief and confidence for us. That's where we start with it. And then once they believe and they're confident, then we can start tweaking little things and get them to where they can find that barrel a little bit more frequently. And it's pretty much the same 
formula for, for every hitter. Obviously, hitters do different things. Kylie's more of a power threat now that she's, she's come along. And, but you know, our speed kids, we'll, we try to teach them the game and, and, and allow them the freedom to be able to, to push or drag or do those types of things, find a way to set the table. So when we set the table for the middle of meat of our order, then we, 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 we have a tendency to score more runs. And we, we didn't do a very good job of that last year, but we're excited about this group this year. The, the, the transfer portal has become so popular within college athletics. Obviously, you guys go into the transfer portal, add four new pieces this offseason. I'm sure they'll play roles as well. What are some of the things that you and your staff are, are looking for in players uh, when you do start looking around in that transfer portal? Well, first first thing we you know we look for is fit. I mean, three out of these four transfers that I got in, I've known from their their high school games, high school days. I recruit I recruited I actively recruited all of them from when I was at the University of Nevada. So when you look when you look at that fit, and I knew their families, you knew they fit into what we're trying to accomplish, not only you know program wise but culture wise and fit and those types of things. And that's a big deal, uh, especially, you know, for female athletes, it's a really big deal that, that the community and all those things are in place for them to, to get them comfortable. And they fit right in. They're really comfortable. You know, and obviously we look at skill sets and talent, what we're trying to get better at. I mean, we, we needed more team speed. We were able to add that. We needed a little more pop in the middle order. We were able to add that. We wanted another left-handed bat. We were able, you know, we were able to add two of those. So when you look at all those things and what we're trying to, accomplish you know you're trying to fit into what we're trying to accomplish as a group and the players because the, the, the portal works both ways so when, when you're looking at who you're trying to replace who's leaving who's coming who's going you're just trying to build your you know we build our lineup nine through one and i say that backwards on purpose so we, we're trying to figure out where they'll fit into our order how they'll contribute and then what qualities as a person they bring as well you look at your schedule this year. Obviously, you guys open up next weekend against St. Louis. Uh, you look at some other non-conference games. Missouri State comes to Louisiana Tech. You play Illinois. You'll play LSU. Uh, ULL is historically a, a pretty good program as well. Uh, what were some of the things that you were looking to accomplish uh, in the non-conference portion of your schedule? Balance. I mean, when we're playing in Conference USA, you know, G5, you know, we're trying to balance our schedule to where our RPI can can fit because when we get into conference play, there are some teams sometimes that you'll play that that just doesn't doesn't help you any in that in, in that realm of, of you know you're always saying okay well if we don't finish if we don't win the conference tournament or this or that are we still going to be good enough for that large bid? Conference USA got two teams in, so when I'm scheduling, I'm trying to balance that thing out with a with a good blend of of, of high end mid majors, which would be you know, a McNeese and a, and a, and a ULL and, and those types of teams in there, which are, which are good RPI schools that play good schedules. And we got McNeese three times, ULL twice. But you're also trying to blend in some of those P5s with the Ole Misses, the Illinois, the LSUs. And, and really, you know, we have San Diego State, which is another high end. They were in the Super Regional last year. We have them on our schedule this year as well. So you're trying to balance that schedule to where RPI can – can be there and you can still be there where you want to be in the win column at the end of the season to try to get not only that automatic qualifying bid which is ultimate goal but a possible at large once you're once you you know the selection committees meet and they can look at your resume and say hey these guys deserve to be in so that's what kind of what the mindset is for me when i'm scheduling conference usa tournaments out in las cruces uh i played out there when i was in college i think the wind blows about 40 miles per hour every game uh, but you guys will also play a regular season series out there in late April 
uh, a couple of weeks before the conference tournament. Do you think that kind of maybe gives you guys a little bit of advantage just knowing that it'll be a little bit more recent once you do get out there for the conference tournament? Well, I, I think so. A little bit the way we teach it, and, and on top of that, I mean, I'm used to that being from the, you know being in the Mountain West before all those high elevation, high, eleva- high elevation, excuse me, schools. You know, we were able to. You know, we got some. We've we've added some pop too, so we got some kids that can hit it. So I mean, you know, and, and another benchmark for us is how well we've played at UTEP over the last two years. We had to play there tw- the last two years at their place, and that ball flies there too. And I know New Mexico State. Um, it definitely flies down there. I've, I've actually played there as a player back in my day. So, you know, when I'm sending them out every pitch in BP, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, 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 and I'm the, I'm the, you know, lowly nine hole guy at that time. When, when, when I'm doing that at that time, then you know the ball is going to fly. So we're excited about that challenge. We're excited about the newcomers in the Conference USA. And, and, uh, you know, we're excited on what we can get done. And, you know, we're down at a place like New Mexico. I definitely, expect our kids to be able to drive balls and, and we'll stay in our same plan and approach but i think some balls will leave last question we'll let you get out of here you guys were picked fourth in the preseason poll uh is that something that you talk with your team about you know i i guess i would say before the season or even before conference play yeah we, we don't talk about it too much they see it but i mean preseason stuff's preseason stuff and and, and you know, we we use it for a little motivation, and us being picked fourth for right now, I think that's perfect. I mean, I think we're better than that, but at the same time, it's perfect. You know, when you have games, you think you know it's it's a little motivation for us, but you know, fourth right now, that's right where we want to be. Enough motivation to get us going, but not at the bottom of the pack either. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate it, Coach, and uh, looking forward to getting this thing going uh, next Friday night against St. Louis. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Josh Taylor, head softball coach for Louisiana Tech, joins us tonight on the Rejuva Me Hotline. Beck, I got an interesting nugget for you. All right. Casting first, little sister Allie first, playing a little softball for the dogs. Oh, parents got to love that. Just stay on campus. Come on. Easy drive. Yeah. yeah. Come across town, especially when you're from Russin. A little athletic. Got to love it. Uh, Madison Buster, he mentioned our right handed pitcher, freshman out of Sulphur Spring, Texas. if you could get a high school award, she got it. She got them all. Yeah. She's just stud. I'm excited to see just how good she might be, not only in her freshman year, but as she progresses throughout her career at Louisiana Tech. So let's go ahead and take our final time out of the night. We come back. We're going to put a bow on this puppy. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk at 97.7. Hey, DQ fans, crunch into a $6.99 chicken strip basket. It's got crispy all-white meat chicken strips, golden fries, mouth-watering Texas toast, and your favorite dipping sauce like our homemade Hidden Valley Ranch. Is there a more perfect basket? I'm going to buy a chicken strip basket as soon as I get done reading this ad. Only at participating DQ locations where happy tastes good. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Hey, Tech fans, coming in town to watch the dogs play? We'll stay with the whole family at a fully furnished home in Ruston 
Monroe, or one of our area Great Lakes. For more information, go to staywithsouthern.com. That is staywithsouthern.com. And Bleed Tech Blue listeners, listen up because this offer is just for you. BTB listeners use code BTB24. That's BTB24 for 10% off any and all stays. Again, staywithsouthern.com. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we wrap it up on a Tuesday night. I want to thank Diamond Dogs middle infielder, Caston Fur. I want to thank Tech softball coach Josh Taylor for joining us on the Rejuvene hotline. Man, that sounds good, doesn't it? Oh, rolls right off the tongue. Golly, triple eight nine nine three. Seven seven six two. Beck, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that your little hiking boots look good tonight. Oh, these are far from hiking boots, but I appreciate that. What do you call those? I don't know. Uh, boots? No, girl shoes? I call them like my... I call them girl shoes. They're not girl. You, Chukas. You, you had the Ellen DeGeneres those are, those boots. Are, those are Chuka boots. Chuka boots? Yeah. Chuka. Chuka. Hmm. They're, uh, people call them Clarks. I don't know. You're hush, a, hush puppies, maybe? They kind of look... Uh, oh, those hush puppy call, brand? Call hush no, puppies. they're not hush puppies, I don't think. Uh, you're, Beck, you're, you're about five years away from wearing hush puppies, buddy. Beck, you're, <laughs> Beck your uh, outfits get better every week. Yeah. You, like, you are really on Stylish. He is stylish. a stylish guy. You think I'm stylish? I look Ca- like casual, crap every week. You are week. casually stylish. You look like you can't figure out if you're an athlete or a farmer. Well, That's I your can't. I, I really can't. Uh, it depends day to day. Sometimes you throw on these... Ellen DeGeneres boots is what I call them. Well, our cow, old Taylor Swift's limping around right now. Real Taylor Swift's not limping around right now, so we got hope for old mama cow Taylor Swift. A um, lot going on at the Carlisle Farms. A lot going on. Uh, what, what, what we got sports Still, still waiting on that hat, basically. I know. You think, you think the least he can do. I, mean, I, I bring get... him a chocolate chip cookie every week, and I get nothing in return. All right, I'll get y'all a hat. All right. <laughs> And when I walk in here, I'm gonna say, "Just Venmo me." I've got a, I've got, I've got a <laughs> spot right here on my little rack. Oh, you're going, you're gonna put it on the rack. Absolutely. Me and Taves are gonna win some bets. And we're gonna pay for that hat. Well, if anything, if I look at y'all's bets from this past we weekend, Carlisle Farms will be part of the Sports Talk 97.7 Studio Decor. <laughs> yes. Uh, we go along with right our, next to Leon in my Sun Deuce helmet. And we got our, uh, we got a Cleveland Browns flag in here. <laughs> we got a Rustin sign. We got a Hoodat. Uh, we got Ryan Moats toting the rock. Uh, a little got calendar. A little calendar that's on January. Les Miles National Championship know, article you, over there. wondering why the Aikman. We that, got Troy Aikman. That, that's, that's in honor of Nick White. Okay, I, I can live with it. We got a Shreveport Times banner in here. That's incredible. I think we need that's to have an indie bowl. And we got James B. McDaniel's uh, self-portrait that he signed in here. That's incredible. I'll tell you what we need is the, the Carlisle Farms uh, – hotline we just got the 
Oh, no, no, that's text line. Oh, is that text and both? It's both. Yeah, Carlisle Farms, I don't know if they would fund that. So, if I know anything about the Carlisle Farms, they're not funding it. No, they're not. And so that that would kind of uh, put the old station up a creek a little bit if they're not getting the old check in the mail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Old Papa Carlisle, he's, he's a cheap man. You know? He ain't spending money on the unnecessary things. No, he, he ain't. He'll buy a cow, though. Uh, What the best of He'll uh, paint, he'll paint an, old, an old shed. Well, and well, he'll buy a bull. And he'll go buy from, a bull. And go from there. Well, well. And he'll pay you to go out there and do whatever it is you no, do. Probably so. Probably so. Uh, what are we watching sports-wise this week? Uh, we got no football this weekend, right? I know. Man. Not a Pro Bowl guy. Yeah, oh, no. God, Tapes. No. Gosh. <laughs> Tapes. Tapes. Oh, that was a good little trouble. All right, I got a question for y'all We got that. We got a good trouble header of basketball on Saturday. I'd rather we watch do. a we live got Duke, UNC. I'd rather watch a live uh, stream of uh, Tapes going to get his tacos than I would the Pro Bowl. <laughs> okay, I got to ask y'all about the Pro Bowl, though. So I heard this advertisement. I can't remember what I was watching. They're advertising the Pro Bowl, and they're like, Peyton and Eli are the coaches of the two teams. Don't they play flag nowadays? Yeah. Okay. Please. Which, honestly, flag's a little better than what they were doing. A lot more physical. Yeah. If they'll go all out playing flag, I'd rather that than the two-hand touch. But do you all think they wrote that into Peyton and Eli's contract, like, hey, you got to coach the old Pro Bowl squads? <laughs> no, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, you throw them 500K. 500K sure like, to coach that Is crap? it in Hawaii still, or where is it at? I think it's in Orlando. Yeah. Got it out of Hawaii. They don't even have a stadium out in Hawaii right now. I mean, if you're a player, are you like? I mean, it's the 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 caliber of players that are showing up to the Pro Bowl is is like Gardner Minshew over Josh Allen. Yeah, like well, like the guy from Baltimore last year, Huntley makes it. Like, dude started four games. Like, if you're the Pro Bowl committee, you got to be like, hey, for the for the health of this of this event, you can't be having that. Like, I know he's a fan favorite because he came in off the bench. I've done, but, I've done six hours and nineteen minutes of radio today. This is the most time in all those hours that we've spent talking about the Pro Bowl. Well, there's good, a, and there's a reason. Then we're nailing it, and we're talking. About how bad can you about make it. the pro, How can you make the NFL All Star Game better? You can't. I, I do, I'm going to be honest. I do like that they play flag football now. I don't. Uh, the, the The product of them playing actual football was awful. It was. I think they didn't hit cancel it all together. They, they had four plays each. Like unless you're going to have Tyreek running a forty against. Who's another? I mean, I don't dude. even mind that they play dodgeball. You get to see a little bit that's of their personalities. Cool. That's, that's I'm fine right. with that. That's all right. Uh, I mean, I don't know what they they could do the CTE challenge, but I think that would kind of get some negative reviews. Ben, do you like some memory games? <laughs> Y'all are terrible. <laughs> that's a terrible almost as bad as the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> almost on par. <laughs> almost as bad as the Pro Bowl. Play goldfish, you know, and be like, ah, oh, I forgot what I asked for. <laughs> Oh, all right, we're done. We're all done. Right, we got to get out of here. All right, Dunkin' Dogs at home. Nope, not at home. On the road at FIU Thursday night, 6 p.m. tip. That'll be on ESPN Plus, KXKZ 107.5. Lady Texters at home hosting FIU. Been a fun show tonight. I want to thank John Tabor. Tremendous job on the board for Beck Haynes. I'm BC. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive.